0: Hey, this is Coco Beware, and you're alive and in color with Woofy D. Sometimes love, like a slow dance, you can tiptoe around.
1: Well, don't make a sound, you can make a little silent romance. Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Live and In Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D. From his time in the territories with PG-13, to his time in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more. Nothing is off limits, and nothing will be held back. Thanks again for tuning in. Here he is, Wolfie D.
2: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Once again, this is Wolfie D, and you're listening to Live in Color with Wolfie D. I've got man Jimmy across the street. He's across the line right now. What's going on, Jimmy?
1: What up, Wolfie D? How you doing today, brother? Doing all right. Just uh, having internet issues.
2: Uh, Connection <laughs> there. It took us 20 minutes to figure out that my internet had has problems right now. So Yeah. yeah. Find a setting on my phone that would allow Jimmy kept coming through Blocked and all kinds of mess
1: I was like, bro, did you block me? That's not cool (laughs) What did I do? me, (laughs) (laughs) It's always funny when you're on social Media and you like haven't (laughs) seen Somebody post in a while and then you go to Their page and it says add Friend (laughs) And I'm like, huh Yeah Did they they unfriend me? Is it like that? Okay, if it's like that, it's like that. So, you know, funny thing is, speaking of the internet, so my brother Jared down the street he does our shorts for us or he'll do videos for us and then it actually led me to want to make reels and shorts so if you see chic shorts on youtube know that you know that's part of the team here so anyway he'll make one and boom it's like 2000 immediately like overnight 2000 i make one 43. <laughs> and, and you know, dude, do you ever get in the rabbit hole of those shorts? Because I feel like right now it's like the it's corn thing. Yeah. And then yeah. it's it, then it's our, you know, our our recent one with butter beans doing really well. I like those where we take a little clip of the show and kind of put some pictures to it. And right. I don't know. Right. Do do? I, yeah, I'm just I guess I'm patting myself on the back there. I, I should probably just stop. But very <laughs> A it, good but, job, Jimmy. Oh, thank you, Wolfie D. That, that's what I do this for, is, is your <laughs> approval. But I do want you to like it, obviously. You know, the name on the on the show, I want the approval. <laughs> the, from the
2: D. Yeah, oh, from, no, D. no, we don't. We I, want.
1: Yeah, no, no. From the Wolfie. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Wolfie D, man, you've been killing it with these pictures of your yard, bro. Is that? <laughs> Are the neighbors just like tapped out now? They're like, we can't.
2: Uh, I mean, they put their little stuff up, but uh, most of their stuff is like cute Halloween. I don't, you know, I don't do cute Halloween. <laughs> right. I want to build some more stuff but man it's just it's expensive to do sometimes especially when i get on a roll i'm not oh, satisfied with the you know just the bare minimum i, I gotta get a lot of detail and, and all yeah. that kind of stuff but these are my first attempts at this and i've watched a lot of tutorials on youtube of how to make these props and things like that and i'm like oh okay now you know I, i'm learning as i go now i get it now I could probably, you know, you've seen my tree, but I could have done so much better. (laughs) I mean, bro, you know,
1: I think you won't settle until it's actually spitting real blood on the human, on on the trick or treaters. (laughs) Yeah,
2: We saw one. There's one tutorial how to make a, you take a trash can and one of those uh, skeletons that everybody's got now, the big skeletons, and you can actually make it, you wire it up with a pump. And uh, make him throw up in this trash can over and over and over like a little water fountain.
1: Wow. That, (laughs) wow. Yeah. That is cool, dude. I can't imagine, I mean, I can't imagine that, but that's super cool, man. (laughs) Yeah, I I love this. You know, I can't say, you know, we put our little pumpkin out, you know, that kind of thing. I can't I can't say we Wolfie D it, but hey, nobody can Wolfie D it, you know? Hey, one
2: year, one year when my daughter, you know, she's a 30 now. uh, And so we, we would, she was probably eight or something. And I dressed up in this big, I think I might've used my slash jacket or something like that. But just, just, I forget what kind of mask, but anyway, dressed up big, uh, um, (laughs)
1: I'm missing. I like that. (laughs) It's ominous and menacing, right? Yeah. I, I love it.
2: it. I put them together. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and we put blood on her and everything, and I had a shovel, and I'd throw her over my shoulder as the trick-or-treaters would come up and just go walking after them. And, man, they would take off running half the time. Because I can't remember where we put something that looked like I had a hole dug or something like that. But anyway, just her being thrown over my shoulder limp and me walking after him with a
1: shovel. That's amazing. Yeah. I Cinematic. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Dude, you're doing a lot there, and you're doing that in the yard of a very special lady, and I think it's a special day for her. Now, of course, we know our show drops on Monday at noon everywhere you listen to podcasts, but we do record before then, and we are recording as she is out running errands. so would you like to wish her a happy birthday?
2: Yeah, happy birthday to my baby, Michelle. Um Yeah, man. She's my rock, man. She's my handler, dude.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, and you couldn't have a better one Yeah. I, I
2: know? don't know that I could live without a, a handler as good as her. <laughs> hey.
1: Dude, and and good good for you and good for her. You know, <laughs> happy birthday from the living in color, Miss Michelle, Miss Diamond Sparkles, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I th- I think, I think that pretty much tops it, bro. I think let's go ahead. So today, you know, you started a series a little while ago, it was called top 10 best punchers. And you know, I'm a series guy, you're a gimmicks guy, I'm a series guy. And I'm all about some series so this is the second part of that series the top 10 and this one is Interesting because you know, the last one was best punchers and Mm -hmm. and we got that figured out But now the wording we've kind of tried to figure out on this one is Mm -hmm. top 10 worst wrestling moves Are we settling on that or you want something different?
2: Yeah, that that cover covers a, a a pretty good umbrella there because a couple of mine First of all, I guarantee there's at least two on there. People are going to know what are you crazy?
1: Are you crazy?
2: But that's that's, <laughs> that's that's okay. And uh, then and then a couple are kind of things. So you'll see as we go. It's cool. You know, yeah. Clear. Yeah. So
1: it ours all makes sense.
2: Be a bit differently done, but we'll do it just like we did the punches. We'll explain it. and We'll talk about it. Yeah. Come with the top ten worst moves.
1: We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, folks, to get your
2: official Live and in Color with Wolfie D merchandise, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Live Wolfie D. Check it out.
1: If you're listening to Live and in Color with Wolfie D on Apple Podcasts and like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a five-star rating. And while you're at it, write a review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you'd like to hear in the future. It's very important to us and always appreciated. Thanks again. All right,
2: we're back. And again, this is going to be the top 10 worst moves. And I, I mean let's just get right into it and, and i'll go first
1: yeah go go yeah, save
2: all the the hoo-ha and everything all right <laughs> so my number 10 move and i will explain why is not really the move itself but the, the way the person did it so my number 10 worst move is lex luger's torture rack Oh, I will tell you why, because the majority of the time, and I know why, because he was picking up some big dudes most of the time, but he had them on their side, almost, almost over onto their three quarter stomach. sometimes. Okay. You know, the bend was on their side. The bend was not because you got to, in my opinion, to make that move look right. You roll them over to where their back is, is parallel with the mat. Yeah them you know yeah, grab, right. the bend, grab the knee bend them he wouldn't do that they were on their side and it didn't look like it hurt to me but and and, and and knowing the physics and and how to lift on that move uh it i get it because like i said he was picking up some heavy guys and you gotta start it at least that way right to get that much weight up there um and then once you roll them back then it really throws off your balance if they're too heavy so i get why he did it i think but he did it most of the time, big or small. So that's my
1: number 10. Yeah, dude. I mean, I get what you're saying. I was never a crazy, big, awesome Lex Luger fan anyway. Totally hmm. respect him. But, you know, once again, I've never been. And honestly, he picked up some gigantic MFers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of the biggest subdivisions I've ever seen. But yeah, I get it. It did look kind of like he was just bending them some way that was normal. I mean, I guess that's the way you got to do it, and it works. I mean, could you theoretically do it a better way, like, and make it work with somebody like the giant or roadkill no, or?
2: No way. There's no way. Yeah. You'd have you have to have him too much up on your shoulders like that? And his weight couldn't. The 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 physics of that would be if, if his weight started shifting backwards. Y'all are going yeah. down with
1: that much weight yeah no kidding right yeah and i mean we know he was a stout son of a gun so yeah yeah. well hey i get that and i think that makes a great number 10 so my number 10 is gonna probably be very controversial okay (laughs) it's the whirly bird no (laughs) i'm just kidding i love the whirly bird it's super kick all right i love Shawn michaels Sweet chin music, but I cannot stand that now the super kick is like a hope spot. Essentially, it means nothing. It actually, I think, exposes the business a little bit. You know, my problem is it's like a it's just a it's regular signature move for people now.
2: (laughs) It's almost a punch.
1: It is, man. It really is. And I just, I love that move. I thought it was really cool. I think, you know, like Stan Lane was probably the first person that I saw do a somewhat super kick, which I think is like a crescent kick or something. But he kind of did it in a stomach deal. And then Shawn Michaels took it higher to the chin. And is he really even getting near the chin? Who knows? Didn't Chris Adams, gentlemen? You're right. I'm sorry. Chris Adams actually did that as well. My bad. You're right. Yeah. I think Chris Adams may have invented it technically. So yeah. yeah, Good, good call on that. But anyway, Super Kick is my number ten. Obviously, we know why. Yes, yeah. you know.
2: I agree with you. It's totally overused uh, now, and everybody thinks they theirs looks great. And I, I got news for them. Uh, they don't, or they, <laughs> uh, and 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 all that. Which? Yeah. Um, well, I am might swap that one just to, no, I'm not, I'm going with what I got. I'm numbered at. All right. So my number nine shittiest move is the European uppercut. Mm-hmm. That move, I think it looks like shit and I just don't, don't like it. I think what, when normal people see that they think, the, the person is trying to throw an actual uppercut punch, and they're missing. So yeah. I can see your average fan going, look at that. He's not even hitting him. But yeah. in reality, he's trying to hit him with the with the upper arm and everything. But I still, I don't give a shit. I know some of them are stiff. They just right. look fucking stupid.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you don't even <laughs> like Regals?
2: No, I don't. <laughs> I love like it. Move, period. I wish it was...
1: Taking away wrestling. I love it. Shots fired. (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) Okay. First of all, I totally respect your opinion on that. I have never thought about it from that perspective, but now that I see your point on that, I probably will never see that move the same way. Yeah. And I think you're onto something there. Maybe that's why you have the 30 year career and I don't (laughs) is because you see things that have holes in them. And man, that makes sense. Now, do I think that William Regal is probably a great, you know, thrower of that move? Yeah. But
2: but, as good as as it can look.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey, I I respect that, man. Absolutely. So, so that's a great one. All right. So my number nine is going to probably be similarly controversial. (laughs) It's, it's the mandible claw, Mick Foley. I'm sorry. I mean, dude, here's the thing. Recently, if you go to the dentist, okay, and you have something wrong, they used to have this little bite-down thing that you would go in there when you got an x-ray, and it wasn't too bad. Now they have this whole thing. And dude, I have a horrible gag reflex, bro. I'm i I mean, you know, hey, for our never mind, I'm not gonna go down that path. I have a horrible, horrible Horrible gag reflex. So if anything touches like my mid tongue, that shouldn't <laughs> be there. I'm gagging, man. So <laughs> I think God it bl- shouldn't be there. Yeah, shouldn't be there. God bless me with that. I think so. Yeah, Mick Foley's mandible claw. I don't ever want anybody's fingers, especially at the end of a match, in my uh, mouth.
2: that you 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 just wouldn't want to take it, or you think it looks dumb. You think the move doesn't look like it works or
1: i mean it's a classic take on a what a nerve hold basically yeah. is that the deal uh, regular. yeah i mean i just if don't you like it got yeah their
2: fingers in your mouth and squeeze like that it would hurt <laughs>
1: dude i'm sure it's effective i just yeah. don't i mean
2: I put those fingers under the tongue yeah and your thumb it you could probably physically feel your uh fingers touch yeah. through the skin i guarantee it so if somebody did have good hand strength and held you down and did that right it hurt you know what i'm saying it might hurt totally. good. i totally. agree that it's kind of hokey or whatever but
1: i'm yeah. bite i'm biting the shit out of your fingers too <laughs> you,
2: you just don't want to take the mandible claw
1: <laughs> well there you go <laughs> yeah i mean uh, do you <laughs> no I not can- no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look. Come on, as
2: long as you don't go past the halfway point of my tongue, we're cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Boy, don't get in that <laughs> gag region, bro. Or I'm throwing up. Yeah. So, okay, just imagine this. You honestly think about it this way who's this let's just name a guy that's the stink you know who this is but you don't have to name them we're going to name him joe blow and he's the stinkiest nastiest dirtiest dude that yeah. you've ever worked and they don't wash their gear it they does. leave it in their bag they're stank yeah you're in a 30 minute match with them and then at the very end of that they stick their fingers in your mouth
2: yeah w- with a sock on it right
1: with yeah the marble- or whatever yeah
2: that is been, in his been yeah, his pants. Well, here's what I would do. I yeah. would, if I knew I had to work that person or an angle with them, I'd go to the Walmart and get a pack of socks. <laughs> Say, here, I want you to use this one on. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would cure all that.
1: <laughs> Pull it out of my pocket <laughs> instead, <Yeah>. of, <laughs> instead of beside your your cock. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. (laughs) I'll act like I stole it from you (laughs) before the match.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: Place this this clean sock next to your cock and then put it in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't go past the middle. (laughs) Just not the middle. I'll puke. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man.
1: Oh, my God.
2: All right. We're at number
1: eight. Yes, number eight.
2: (sighs) My number eight shittiest move. And I know a lot of people like this move. is popular. Now the Canadian destroyer.
1: Oh, it so looks like you're giving it to yourself. You are, you are, it is. <laughs> is it not that way you I'm are? A, yeah. I have not seen it done
2: in a fashion that looks like that person did not do that to themselves.
1: And dude, Ricky Morton's doing that move. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. And then what about old dude, Damian Wayne? He's now the, what's his name? John Wayne Murdoch, which I'm not saying that I named him that, but Mm -hmm. I told him that he should use a Murdoch last name because he looked like Dick Murdoch. So I'm just saying I was his manager at the time when he made the change. Mm -hmm. And hey, it is what it is. But he did it off a damn building. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, yeah, you're right. There's no (laughs) way you can take it to not make it look like you're doing yeah. it to yourself. Exactly. Petey Williams is the king of that move. I'll give him props, but uh, now it's, it's kind of a super kick deal, isn't it? Cole, you yeah. know. And I
2: mean, I, I just, I get the setup thing, right? I just, I hate the moves where it looks like they're, you're working together to do the move. If you, if you can't make it look like you're doing it to him, it's not really a fucking move. You know, yeah. I mean, I just, even unless you have superpowers. Okay. Then yeah could Pull off a Canadian destroyer, a superhero could, an Avenger, whatever. right? Right, but a person can't do that move,
1: yeah. You're right, it's yeah, you're right. Have you ever done it or taken it? I mean, nope. not done it, but taken nope, it, neither. okay? Yeah, okay, yeah. All right, well, I got nothing to say to that. I do enjoy the PD Williams Canadian destroyer, but I agree with you, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go to my number eight. And that is the worm. I freaking hate that move. I appreciate that someone can do that. Heck, dude, you know you and I—we came up in the breakin' and breakdancing era. You know, yeah. I'm not—I'm not saying you and I were two b boys out on the street on cardboard, but I'm not saying you weren't. I'm just saying. I just hate the worm. I appreciate that Scotty hottie ripped off y'all's gimmick. I'm sorry that (laughs) Scotty too hottie did that move in the ring and I get it, but it just felt to me again. So hokey. Yeah. Yeah. What are you?
2: I agree that that is one of the top 10 shittiest moves.
1: Uh, (laughs) Okay.
2: Um, and the reason I don't like it and and the thing is the move is over. It is over. Totally. Totally. No taking that away from it.
1: No, not at all.
2: It's smart and then you know, I just it's the setup takes forever and you gotta make the dude lay there forever. I hate the moves that take that long. Me too. And also, all that build up to a fucking chop. Yeah. You know, a double chopper, whatever it, was, do it. God, I don't know, man. I, and, and, and I love Scotty to death, man. I just, and the I, I, like I said, the main thing is the move is fucking over. I mean, it, there's
1: no totally
2: take, one of the no. most moves of the attitude era, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Take that away, but I just think it looks dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And I mean, is there a finish to that, that you could make the worm better in your opinion? other yeah. than the two chops i mean longer
2: fucking drop of some sort whatever you're dropping there yeah but also like i said it's the setup that takes so long man
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: like if brian would have been there to like hold their wrist and put his foot on their chest or something you know and like hold them down or some shit but not just have them laying there like that
1: right yeah yeah totally
2: so what was that? that was, that was your number eight. Yeah. That
1: was my number eight.
2: Yeah. All right. Oh, so I'm at seven. righty, Number seven. We're going back to the TBS days. Uh, one move that, I, and this is before I got in the business and I hated it then. And I hate it now. Um, the Garvin stomp. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I never liked it. Okay. You literally have to sit there yeah. and, give each body part as he goes around your body and I just think it the, yeah. and the, the, I don't want to say his stomps were weak but just do it and it just didn't look good to me and I'm sorry and I I appreciate Ronnie Garvin I think he was great and then, you know I respect the shit out of him I didn't like the move
1: <laughs> I mean <laughs> wow this I, I loved the Garvin stomp but I get <laughs> what you're saying okay so I don't know I think it's just a nostalgia thing for me because yeah. as I've said a million times I'm a mid-atlantic guy blah 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 I get yeah. it but dude when he used to stomp I mean I get it because my brother and I I would do the garvin stomp to my brother I dude I'm yeah mm-hmm. anyway hey look I get it I match.
2: yeah I think the part that I don't I didn't like and and I saw it a little bit then but just I think I've explained this to you like uh, when you when you kick, okay, when you stomp, when you kick to the gut, when you stomp somebody, whatever. I always taught my guys, anybody that I trained, to get the foot in there, boom. Once you make contact, get that motherfucker away real quick. It's like a reflex thing like boom, boom. Get yeah. it out there with some sort of an- over animation or something. I okay. would stomp them and the foot stayed in that spot. Okay. For okay. me, that And next time you watch people kick like that, do stomps, watch the ones, especially like the repeated like stone colds in the corner and stuff. He's getting it in there and getting it out real quick instead of leaving it there. Yeah, that's to me, that makes it look weaker. And yeah, um, you or the listeners um, just pay attention to that on on stomps and kicks. If the if the foot stays there, it's not going to look as good.
1: Yeah. So I was a manager. In the Nashville scene, as a lot of people have heard me say, again, my, my same old spiel. And I had a guy down outside of the ring. And the deal was, is he, he said, kick me. And I said, okay. And Jason James was doing the call for Saw at the time. It might have been Jason James. Hot Rod Biggs, Jimmy <laughs> Strait is up to something tonight. Anyway, <laughs> is that a pretty good hot rod? It's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so Jason James came to me after the match, and he said, "If you," he said, "If you if you can't kick any better than that, never do that again." <laughs> and I said, "Okay, that's fine." And I think what it was is I was too I was too afraid to connect. I didn't know, you know, what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, you didn't know exactly.
1: Yeah, I I wasn't, and and it was true, you know. So. Yeah. You know, props to you, Jason. I appreciate that. So, long story short, I get it. But you, what I think Ron was trying to do by you're saying leaving the foot there is to try to make it look like he made this contact. And I, I, I don't know. Yeah, but just I respect it.
2: Shows it, yeah. the lightness of the kick because think yeah. about it. If I stomp your stomach and I leave it there, my foot should not be lightly resting on your stomach. Pushed <laughs> right. right. down. There should be skin. You know what I'm saying? Sinking in. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's why I get it get it out of there real quick.
1: Yeah, you may have opened my eyes to something that I hadn't seen. So yeah, anyway.
2: two to today, right?
1: Yeah. 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 I'm today years old. <laughs> <laughs> so my number seven, it's a move called the playmaker. And it's MVP's The Playmaker. Mm-hmm. And have you ever seen this move? I don't know. So he's got him bent over. There's no, I think, legitimate name for this, like, you know, like a German suplex, whatever hybrid. He's got him bent over. He puts his leg over the back of their head, his right leg over the back of their head, and he, like, interlocks their hands. And then he kind of does a, what was the honky-tonk move? It was like the shake, shake, rattle, and roll. neck breaker. Yeah, well he does like a modified neck breaker but with his leg and their hands. Like the, he's got their hands out and it's like inner it, their right he did, arm is
2: uh, like he do a front flip.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I dude, it's just so much it's again, it's like the worm. It's just too much. Your finisher in my opinion, unless it's it's like a series of moves, your finisher should be able to be put on to anybody and it shouldn't yeah take yeah. 20 minutes right to yeah anyway
2: picking yeah. out a good finisher uh is that you don't think early on i didn't anyway is thinking about oh i can only do this to certain guys you know only right. certain be able to do this move with me <laughs> or take it good and you know yeah you yeah know, like that
1: yeah. Yeah. So we were joking the other night and you, I, I said, I'm going to say the whirly bird and make a joke about it. And you were <laughs> like, what was your finisher? <laughs> and I was like, I get your point. I'll shut up. <laughs> I really love the whirly bird. It was total joke, but it was funny. Oh, that you said that. Yeah. I love giving it. Did you, I, I,
2: if I threw a man, I mean, there's no,
1: that looks nasty when they yeah. land. It does, dude. It's a beautiful I've never, movie. It really I've never is. Taken it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That was an Al Perez move. Yeah. I took yeah. that from Al Perez. Well, you know, I'm a Gary Hart guy and, yeah. you know, Al Perez, uh, yeah. obviously. So, yeah. Al Perez, man. That, we could do an episode of a uh, What If Al Perez. Why did that not work out? I know why it didn't work out, actually. Have yeah. you ever heard why? No, I I have not. Basically, he went up to WWF and he got hit on by some guys and didn't really enjoy that and left. Uh, So, uh, yeah, it's a shame. He was really good. So anyway, number six for you.
2: My number six is another TBS before I got in the business and it's another Garvin. This time it's gorgeous Jimmy Garvin's shitty brain buster.
1: Oh, yes, I agree. Wow.
2: (laughs) I would cringe when they would. When they would show it back in slow-mo. <laughs> Stop it. Why are y'all doing this? Who Can the director not see what's yeah. going on? Don't ever show that in slow motion. Bro.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it totally. I couldn't agree more.
2: That's a hard move to pull off without killing somebody. When Coco used to do it, I, I think I might have took it from him once or something. But Coco would make it look fucked up. And I'm telling you, that... That move's dangerous, man. But I see what Jimmy was doing. He was just protecting, super protecting his guys. Right. They were missing the mat by a long shot, and you could see it, man. It just looked bad, especially in slow-mo.
1: Yeah, and they would always slow-mo it, you know? Like, (laughs) look at him. Look at him, Tony. Look at him. Look at him. That's my David. crockett (laughs) impression look at him tony look at him anyway yeah but seriously and and nothing against jimmy garvin because jimmy's a great wrestler but you're right there was a hole in that but again the point being is i think you're like you're right he was trying to keep him safe but yeah
2: and totally respect that Totally respect him but this is just this is just a list of moves i don't like and i don't respect like the wrestler or think they're good. Or even that the mood, like we said, the worm over like a motherfucker, but it's just silly. Yeah, it is. <laughs> everybody, it's has a choice. everybody has their own taste as everybody says now, right? We're allowed to, we're allowed to have our own kind of wrestling.
1: And that offends me. No, you, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my number six, and this one has been recently, you know, maybe even banned. I'm not sure, but the overhead belly to belly suplex again, oh. It hurt Big E recently, the guy throwing it. Obviously, it didn't mean it, but the, the way that you explained it to me is the guy really has to tuck early and really go because, yeah. you know, like a big guy throwing it on a big guy, you know, yeah. dude. I mean, Scott Steiner could throw it, but, you know, yeah. to throw Big E, first of all,
2: you dude, know. And it's got the strength to do it. Yeah. And, you know, that the, the, the Whoever's taking it knows how to take that move. But as far as a shitty move, I I wouldn't put that on my list because I think it looks good, and I think it's like a it's not like a if it's done correctly, it doesn't look like an impossible to do move. It doesn't look like the other guy to me is helping. I mean, it just looks like a, a hard throw. And and I mean, moves like that I've taken from guys that are really strong. So to me, I I think it I think it looks good. I just don't. I, I see that it can be dangerous. Yeah. yeah as far as calling it uh, one of the shitty moves, I that would be one that I would disagree with.
1: Well, the the official name is top ten worst, not shittiest. Yeah. I'm just well, kidding I'm kinda, just kidding. But what yeah, same. Same thing. I get it. I get what you're saying. I guess my thing on it is is hey, look, you know, hurt the dude. I don't know. I just think the possibility of current guys getting hurt with this move, you know, I don't know. That that was my thinking on it. You're right. It's not a a bad move. It looks beautiful when it's done correctly. But you know
2: that's why these top tens are good, because we both have different takes on things and the way we're looking at it, and that's why we are able to explain our you know, thoughts on why we put it there. And that's what this, that's what this is for.
1: That's what this is for. I think you're exactly right. So how about this? Let's take a quick break, listen right. to some commercials and mm-hmm. we'll be right back. You cool with that? Let's do it. After these messages.
2: Let's take a quick timeout and get a word from one of my dope ass sponsors. And we'll be right back with more live and in color
1: with Wolfie D. Support for Live and In Color with Wolfie D is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the performance package. Join over four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Wolfie at manscaped.com. If my math's correct, that's about eight million balls.
2: you need the Rockstar Realtor.
1: Benji is a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. All right, we're back with top 10 worst wrestling moves. Wolfie D, we've got the number five through one now. So why don't you give us your number five?
2: All right. My number five is, it's not really a move, but it kind of is. It goes yeah. along part of a move. So I call this, look, up in the sky. No, look, up in the sky. It's a bird. (laughs) Keep looking. It's a plane. Keep looking. It's my opponent flipping over the top rope. I have watched him for five minutes as he prepares to do so.
1: (laughs) That's That's awesome.
2: Because it is a pandemic, an epidemic um, a paramedic. I don't know. It is yes. all things in wrestling right now. Uh, motherfuckers looking and and still miss them. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's like, like what happened? Did he, is it baseball? Did he get lost in the sun? What the fuck yeah, happened?
1: Totally. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's definitely in the top 10 of worst wrestling moves. A hundred percent. The, it, whether they call it suicide dive or tope el suicido or whatever, dude, yeah. Yeah. And the conglomeration. It's just
2: three or four or five guys. They're all doing it together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like his tag team partners down there and then two other guys and I'll take out my buddy. It's like, would you ever in a match say, I'll just take Jamie out with these guys. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you may have wanted to at some point, but at the same time, I'm going to go.
2: a spot where, um, I would, let's see the bet. Yeah. He would jump last. Yeah, forget how we did that. But anyway, we catch him and then the other one would come and take out all four of us. But yeah, I that up. but anyway, yeah, they're doing it, man. Dude, you can a couple of guys can have their fucking backs turned the entire time and the guys that are facing who's ever coming can go. Yeah, the last minute, you know, right. And- Everybody don't have to be facing that way it's like fucking yeah. work together man but don't make it look like you're working together
1: do you think people are just so used to other people sucking <laughs> yeah. do you see what i'm saying they like think. they they really are like so many people yeah you They're know just
2: this is how you do it this is how we do it now
1: that we just all stand together in a little crowd saying kumbaya. So yeah, screw it. My number five is the exact same thing. The suicide dive. Hate <laughs> this move. It could have been number one for me. I can't stand it. I cannot stand the current crop of telegraphed wrestling. It makes me want to puke the, the, the clothesline they're throwing as you're running the ropes and they do it. Like, you know, we've talked about this. this has been something I've talked about from the start of this show where they mm-hmm. like, basically sin sin Bode said it best where they're rubbing their knuckles on the ceiling because they're not oh. trying to actually hit them but again yeah. that's that's not in this this is one of the moves though the suicide dive hot garbage can't stand it we need <laughs> to stop it i think there needs to be a suicide dive moratorium they can keep it down in AAA in mexico okay now when
2: to- you say suicide dive you're saying the the through the through the ropes, right?
1: Through it, through the ropes, flip over the ropes. I don't care. Whatever don't, it is.
2: Okay. Anything yeah. off the top.
1: Right. There's
2: anything where there's got to be somebody catching you down at.
1: Exactly. Now, the Macho Man axe handle off the top to the outside. I love that. Oh, that's, yeah. That's a different story. Yeah. But this one, yeah, the flip over, jumping through. I don't care what it is. I hate it. So, yeah.
2: It's but you hate it probably because of what I said. The the catchers
1: totally uh, totally
2: can't fucking do it right, so Ca- it makes the move look stupid. The, yes, the, yeah, do look great, man, if done correctly.
1: Yeah. So okay, let me sit. Let me tell you a funny story about a suicide dive or a jump to the outside to to be. A, you know, you have to catch somebody. So okay. I'm maybe working my fifth show ever in Nashville. And we were actually in Lewisburg, Kentucky at a spot show for this company or whatever, or or it wasn't a spot show. I don't know why I would call it a spot show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we were up in Lewisburg, Kentucky, and this very stocky gentleman, we'll say, who uh-huh. did not have very quick feet. He was kind of a big old Lump of clay and <laughs> he he jumps out to us. And, you know, in Nashville or the Indies, wherever the options of very skinny dudes and very fat dudes mm-hmm. and some muscular dudes mm-hmm. and some, you know, there's a mixture of all. And a lot of times they all get put together in a match. And right. this guy, I was managing a skinny guy. OK, against. <laughs> this larger slow footed guy who thought he knew everything and was great. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he runs out, jumps through the ropes and the me and skinny dude are supposed to catch. Bay. Me and skinny dude. Me and skinny are trying to catch lump of clay. Okay. <laughs> and basically lump of clay comes out and hurts himself or thinks he hurts himself because we don't fully catch him because he falls through us because he weighs like 400 pounds. Okay. <laughs> So here we go into the back and he keeps talking. People shouldn't be doing this if they're not trained. And I'm like, dude, I said, hey, if you want to talk to me about something, tell them to my face, don't say this and generalize and say these untrained morons. I said, bro, I never told you I could catch you. You <laughs> I I never said that. (laughs) So you called that move and I was there. That's all it was. So if you were mad because you fell through us, don't do that move or do it with other people. And he was like, Oh, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about somebody else. I'm like, okay. So I said it, I brought it to your face and you said it wasn't you. But anyway, sorry about that. (laughs) Y'all that was me venting. Yeah. Anyway, I hate that move.
2: (laughs) All right. So Number four for me, yes. Uh, um, again, this this falls in the category of a lot of moves, mostly super kicks, but the slap happy bullshit. Oh yeah, going on, and I've done it every now and then. I throw a right and throw a slap with it, but just not every fucking time on every fucking move. I've even done it on the kick before, and, yeah. and it's one where you football punt them in the ribs. I've done that before, but I only did it once. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. That, not in the same match. And I didn't even use that move a lot. Flapping, yeah. And If you could do it and not, I, the people are just smart to it. Now, even they know it's a fucking rib, you know?
1: Oh, totally. Totally.
2: And, uh, I mean, motherfuckers are slapping on drop kicks and shit. I mean, pretty soon they're going to be like fake spitting at each other and slapping their leg. <laughs> <laughs> the first guy will slap and make the motion that he's spitting and the other guy's gonna react and slap his leg pow, it yeah. hit him in the f- really hard yeah <laughs> that's Did, next
1: didn't you say Lawler was really good at it though his yeah. slap yeah yeah
2: he could hide it really good and on certain things you know he yeah didn't
1: he didn't yeah. do
2: it on his he didn't do it on any of his punches or his kicks or his stuff he was doing it for
1: you right right totally yeah that makes sense and i i just think it's it's impressive the one that you can never see it i mean the way sean michaels would do the, the slap on the leg with a super kick it was in the motion and it was just really smooth and you right. couldn't really some guys are like almost slap then kick kind of thing they're like i gotta get my slap in you know so yeah
2: I get my slap in before. They get-
1: <laughs> i gotta get my slap in while i get my shit in <laughs>
2: it was the only one it was a reel or something on facebook and i kept watching it and watching it because it was the real quick clip and it was like somebody goes up to kick somebody off the apron and i swear it was smacking for the foot got there i know it was but,
1: probably yeah I'm
2: sure, but that's my yeah. number four man slap happy
1: okay well hey and that should be on my list but i'm gonna go with the ones i wrote down number four hate it always have hate the spear I cannot stand the Spear. Uh, never liked Goldberg. I recognize that it's something that makes sense and works, but just never been a big fan of the Spear. I think it's overused. I don't know. Again, it's...
2: I, it, I agree with you on the overuse of it. Yeah. It, you know, I really don't like the fact that Edge uses it. He's, he's a, yeah, he's a big, tall dude, but when I see him, right. I don't, oh, uh, he's going to run over me like a rhino. Now, yeah. when I see uh, Goldberg, it's different. And his intensity and everything, the way he did it uh was cool. You know, I thought. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and he was hitting You could tell that motherfucker was hitting people. Oh, now, yeah. The thing about the spear is, uh, again, it's one of those moves where the person taking it can make it look either good, right? make it look great. I think it's hard to make it look like shit, but (laughs) people that took it differently. And I don't even, I'm trying to think if I've worked anybody or did that move. I'm sure I have, and I don't know how I would take it or anything. I think I would take it okay, but there's some that take it weird. and I don't know. It's it's a weird move because it is a, it's a, it's a football tackle basically is what they're trying to get at, you know.
1: Totally. And that's right. I get what you're saying on the spear. It's gotta be hit strong. I definitely don't like Edge's version of it. You know, Roman Reigns obviously uses it. Yeah. He he's a little more believable, but the best person I think I've ever seen take it is Raven, man.
2: I think of it in my head, but I I wouldn't doubt that.
1: Yeah, Goldberg hit him with it. It's when he won the U.S. title from Raven. And Raven literally bent where he should have at the waist. And he was like, it was like Goldberg was carrying him over his shoulder. It was, it was great. So, but I just, I don't know. I just don't dig it. And I think edge maybe killed it for me. So. (laughs) Could be. Yeah. Anyway.
0: So number
2: three. Yes, sir. Three. Once again, we've, we've already talked about it. It was on your list. And number three for me was the worm. Uh, I mean, we've been into what we thought about it on each side. So there's really, no reason to go uh, too much further into that other than we agree on that move.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just, it's what it is, man. So number three for me is, and there's two moves in this because it's very similar. It's a tie, is Rikishi's stink face <laughs> and Sean Waltman's Bronco Buster. Yeah, yeah. The asshole to the face. As yeah. I mean, he's got some thick cheeks and... Yeah. You know, if you're lucky, you might have had a female (laughs) near (laughs) your face like that. And the Bronco Buster and the Stink Face, dude. Oh, my gosh. I mean, have you ever had to take one of those?
2: I don't think so.
1: (laughs) I mean, God. Yeah, dude. Rikishi, I mean, (laughs) I just hope that man has some good hygiene, you know. He's a
2: he's dude, but I
1: still wouldn't want his asshole on my face. No, never, never, never. So, yeah, the, I mean, the stink face or the Bronco Buster, which is the cock in the face, I'm just yeah. not, not <laughs> a fan of any, you know, I mean, I get it. There's times you probably even have to just have your hand on the junk because yeah. that's what, that's how you grabbed and you can't really position and make it look good, but there's things that are going to happen in a wrestling match that just happened, but to have a finisher with your ass to my face. I'm just never going to enjoy that. You know, Yeah.
2: Uh-uh.
1: sorry, <laughs> uh, uh
2: Completely understand. Wouldn't, wouldn't be real thrilled if I knew I had to take that.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm eating a bagel. So, okay. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I w I wouldn't want to uh, take that one. Uh, <laughs> <literally, sorry.
1: laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure.
2: Um, so, that was your number three, right? Yes, sir. All right. My number two is the one that's really going to make everybody go, what? Are you <laughs> fucking crazy? Wolf? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> number two is the people's elbow.
1: Oh, yes.
2: <laughs> it's a lot like the worm in the way that it, the setup is so long. Again, I know it's over. I know he's over. I'm not saying that. I'm just yes. saying I don't like the move. It takes so long to set up and to end it with one of the shittiest elbow drops ever. Yes. Uh, I hate that elbow drop. He's landing on his back and just boop, touching yeah. him with the back of his arm. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Now, Muda used to do that same style, but right. it looked good. Right. He did really good. I'm sorry the rock don't do it like Muda did it. Yeah. Uh, and I and then be honest with you, and I loved Muda. I didn't 100% care for it then, but he did it so fast. It made it, it made it more sense.
1: Oh, uh, dude. Like a lightning uh, bolt, you know,
2: the people's elbow is just a, it's anticlimactic in my opinion <laughs> for me anyway. I know people pop and all that, but I don't yeah. know that little bitty elbow after all that. And, and plus the rock bottom looks stronger than the fucking elbow. I,
1: yeah yeah why would you not go with that i mean but seriously
2: the theory is that the rock bottom knocked him out so much that he's able to stand there and
1: bring his around. little gimmick and
2: yeah
1: i mean it's all is that like him trying to have hogan's leg drop is
2: that i don't trying- know i mean it, like i
1: said we can't
2: we can't deny the fact that the shit's over and he's
1: oh I mean, that's, oh. The, the, that's the
2: elementary my dear watson but uh um, yeah it's, it just looks dumb to me.
1: I agree. And that's not what we're saying. <laughs> it's over, <laughs> over for sure. So, just like your number two is the people's elbow, my number two is another tie and it's the people's elbow. No kidding. <laughs> that's on my paper. And the five knuckle shuffle, which is the same thing. Essentially, it's except it's a punch yeah. and Cena does his little shoulder shuffle, boom punch deal. Yeah. It's the same overall. I mean, it's kind of like the worm, too. All that setup, all that flashy setup for a finisher that, you know, is just, you know, two chops from the worm, the elbow from the people's elbow, and a punch from the five knuckle shuffle. I mean, first of all, (laughs) if you stopped yourself and said, What is a five knuckle shuffle? (laughs) (laughs) One. (laughs) Two, <laughs> three, four. Okay, yeah. So anyway, yeah. I don't like the people's elbow. It is legitimately number number two, but it is in a tie with John Cena' his five knuckle shuffle. What, well, what you-
2: that's why it's so effective because right, he has five knuckles on the top of his hand instead of four, and that's the knockout blow. That sure,
1: actually- sure, so yeah. Effective. Okay. <laughs> you, you, do you do you like the five knuckle shuffle? <laughs> <laughs> um is that it
2: that's not a finish. He uses that other thing for the finish, right? That's just his setup or something.
1: That's like his setup. It's, it's almost like it it punches and brings them up. <laughs> <or something. laughs> you know what I'm saying? I never liked those moves either that's that made cool. him.
2: But it doesn't he do his little can't see me right before he
1: does it. Yeah. Me? Yeah, You can't yeah. see you. Yeah. And
2: it's a little bit like um, isn't it a little bit in the style of Hawk's jumping punch?
1: Well, yeah, but not, Bull. yeah, it is, <laughs> you're right, it is Hawk's jumping punch, but yeah, it just, it's all that bullshit before it, you know, so. And it's
3: yeah. not, I'm screeching down, it, yeah. it's not, well,
1: it's not Hawk, yeah, <laughs> so how, you know, let me just ask you about Hawk, what would Hawk call you, would he call you Wolfie, or would he call, yeah, yeah, yeah. he would just say Wolfie, and you yeah. know. Hey, Wolfie.
2: Yeah. Okay. There's hardly anybody that would call me anything besides that.
1: Like, like Kelly or whatever. They don't call you none of that. They call you Wolfie. I mean, it's. I, I yeah.
2: Kelly. anybody that calls me Kelly really doesn't know me. Yeah. They see my, they see that that's, they've looked it up on Wikipedia or something. They see <laughs> that that's my first name. And so then they try to, when they walk up to me at the gimmick table or something, Hey, Kelly, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, if you call me Kelly, you don't know me. In yeah. School, uh, yeah. I went by Warren. That is my middle name. Yeah. And I went by Warren up until, you know, I guess high school. And I still went by Warren then. But a lot of people started calling me Wolf or Wolfie or whatever because I I'd yeah. started. So anyway. Yeah. But it, everybody in wrestling, quickly, uh, my name became Wolfie. And that was...
1: Was like, <laughs> let me let me say something because that's a great point. And I want to bring that up. All right, so I do. I'm, I'm a I'm a co-host on another show with my brother called Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. We recently had Greg Ganya on. That is out now. Go listen to it after you listen to all of our shows first. But mm-hmm. after that, coming up on October 13th, we got to interview Magnum TA about his involvement in this Power Town Wrestling toy line that he's got coming out. So when I I normally, when I meet somebody, you've heard me talk to many legends here. I said, Mr. Kern, Mr. Sullivan, you know, I always introduce myself, Jimmy. Hey, Mr. Sullivan. And then I let them say, hey, call me this. But with Magnum T.A., it's not like I'm going to call him Mr. T.A. or Uh, Mr. uh, Magnum. Or it would feel weird if I said, Hey, Mr. Allen, Terry Allen. I'm not, yeah. gonna, I'm so I just automatically called him Magnum. Somebody, I think it was DDP that said one time, It was weird to hear a fan call me Mr. Falkenberg <laughs> <laughs> because I'm DDP. So, what what are your thoughts on that? It is weird, right? To call you Kelly. That just means like, what What's your deal? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know.
2: I, I think they're trying to be respectful, actually. I don't think they mean any harm by it. Right to be respectful some of them they do it (laughs) to you know they're part of the team you know what i'm saying? sure
1: sure trying to seem like they know a little bit more than they actually do (laughs) yeah anyway well we got off on a tangent there but yeah my number two was the same as your number two so i'm happy
2: (laughs) all right so we are at number one Um, my number one most hated move um, is the what I've got wrote down here. Cause I can't, I've just seen it done a couple of times. I'm not really sure who does it, who invented it, and, but I know there's other moves that go along with this because the part of this that I hate is actually the person taking it. But I have written <laughs> down that hanging move. I hate.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So it's, it's where the dudes are. They got their knees on the second rope right have their hands on the top rope and they lean back to where their back is parallel to the ring mat yeah so basically here i'm laying out in midair. come get me and then i uh, usually uh, i think this was a finish maybe in the corner and the guy would come off with uh, like a stomp or something right. I, I think i've seen it done a few different ways but what makes me hate it the most is that person actually sits there and lays a straight body out in mid-air for no fucking reason. It just makes no sense at all. And it's the dumbest shit I have ever seen. Out of all those things that I've named already, that is the world's dumbest.
1: Yeah. So basically the guy is incapacitated enough to sit there, but not so incapacitated to somewhat hold himself there.
2: Right. <laughs> he's he's so dazed. He's just hanging onto the ropes and laying straight out like he's levitating.
1: That is just. I agree. Yeah. Wow. I I know the move you're talking about because I've seen. You know, it feels like a ton of people have done that move. You know, maybe I don't know. Hey, listeners. Go to Live Wolfie D Facebook Twitter Instagram whatever and put that. Send us a DM. Tell us what that move is, because or tell us who does it or whatever. But.
2: And I also, just don't forget we want to I want to hear their top 10s.
1: Totally. Please and put your top 10 out there too because we want to hear your top 10 worst wrestling moves because maybe we missed something and we're going to go, "Oh man, you're right." Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I I wish I knew the name of that move, but I I feel like it's going to be like a gimmick name, you know, of whatever yeah. that move is. Yeah. But yeah, it ridiculous. So, you know, to go with number 1 on this, I think a lot of people are probably going to freak like go, "You're idiot, dude. <laughs> but at the same time, the propensity of damage in real life that with this move uh-huh. and the, the specific person giving this move is the reason I put it as my number one. Uh-huh. So, Kenny Omega's Snap Dragon Suplex. So, you know what a dragon suplex is, right? I do not. <laughs> okay, where they've got him in somewhat like a, a Benoit did it. I think, you know, the suplex guys do it. And basically they have them in a full nelson or somewhat okay oh the full nelson and then they go back and they land on their basically their upper neck and back of their head yeah yeah it basically makes you tuck your chin to take the move you know but here's the thing kenny omega adds a snap element to it so you know with a a suplex is one thing but then you add a snap suplex that means what wolfie d Uh,
2: a little quicker
1: yeah you're moving with some speed now again I think Kenny Omega is extremely talented, and for right now, he has the potential to be one of the best wrestlers working right now. Promos are horrible. He sounds like Siri, or like a, a version of Siri. He has no inflection to his tone. It is literally like he is reading something, and I can't stand his promos, but For everything he's bad on the promos, he's really talented in the ring. Also, he works through a lot of injuries, which has got to be respected as well. But I feel like he is going to hurt somebody. And I feel like if he hasn't already, it's soon. Because the way he does it is he does it with that snapback force. The guy really doesn't have a... He doesn't throw them, by the way, either, Wolf. He let mm-hmm. he, he basically holds it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, do you want to land? What is that right there? the, the no, I wouldn't want to take that. I've never taken that. There's
2: I don't even really like, like taking Germans and, and yeah. say what you want. Uh, because it just, I'd have to really trust the person. But for that move, I don't give a fuck how much I trust you, man. I, unless I was getting paid a whole bunch of money, I'm not taking shit like that.
1: Yeah, you're landing on your seat I don't
2: like that one. And it's the one where yeah. they, uh, the, the arms are down and they hook them that way. And then you don't even have your arms to protect your head. Right,
1: right. So ideally, to not get a concussion, you tuck your chin and you try to protect yourself to where your head doesn't snap back, Correct.
2: Are you talking about on Kenny's move?
1: No, on any move. When you're taking a move to the back and you're doing a flat back bump, you tuck your chin to not bump your head, you know, as a general consensus. I don't think this move allows you to do anything but, you
2: know. If you're in a full Nelson, the only thing you can do that I would do is before I get to the ground, I'm bending my elbows and grabbing like maybe the back of my neck or my head to to take I've, I've had, uh, uh, may have told this story before, but Bull Payne had a finish where he would hook you on the outside to the inside, like a outside in suplex, except he would drag your feet to like your ankles were on the top rope and then DDT. So you're in the suplex position. So you only got your right arm to help you there. And he, when he pulled me, my knee pads caught on the top rope. So he didn't keep pulling, so the angle of me going down was much more vertical than it needed to be,
1: yeah,
2: to take care of myself, so as we're going down, all I could do it was either my head neck was gonna get broken, or I put my forearm down to try to stop the force and uh I mean, my head's still hitting everything, but my shoulder when when my when my forearm went down, my shoulder went out of socket. I mean, just, kind of <sighs> of oh, so it, went the way it wasn't supposed to. And yeah, it fucked my arm up real bad. So, yeah. I mean, guys, man, guys just, they want their shit to look great. And they don't care if it hurts you or not,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it sucks, man, because, you know, Kenny Omega to me seems like, you know, these guys that are all about these outstanding, like amazing feats of gymnastics or whatever, but, the physics, they don't always take in the physics of having another person connected to you.
2: Right. It just yeah. don't work th- in physics, man. They really don't think about that, man. There's, you know, I always thought it would be cool to do, and I've seen it done, but like, uh, like as a kid thinking this, like to set on the second rope and do like a Jerry Lawler style pile driver off the second rope. But yeah. then I realized the physics of that, and the way you're coming down and all that, it just would be hard to pull off without killing somebody or, yeah, in, you know what I mean. There's some things you really got to take into consideration of the physics of it.
1: Yeah, D- have you ever? You know how the Owen Hart deal with Stone Cold, where basically Stone Cold's yeah Stone Cold's head got down below yeah <laughs> uh, Owen's nuts and That's like
2: a hard move, man, to yeah. do. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And I've I've heard that Steve's heavy too, you know, Steve's yeah. now, have you ever noticed this? Okay. So I'm just going to ask you this since we're on this topic. So I've noticed with my son, all of his life, I think my son has like super dense bones or something because <laughs> even as a five-year-old kid, he was like, Oh my gosh, this kid is heavy. But then like my nephew Paxton. So my son, Cash, let's just say he was five years old and my nephew Paxton at five, he's got like the, he's like a feather man. Mm -hmm. Now it's not that they are necessarily that different in size or anything. Have you ever noticed that with like grown ass men, like some dudes are just,
2: yeah. I mean, that has a lot to do with, I, I don't know enough about science on the bone end of it, uh, density wise. If people's, I, I guess people's are different. I don't know. I guess they're <laughs> older, but yeah. I think that more than anything, it would have to do with um, muscle mass too. Okay. And okay. Maybe they got. More muscle on them than the other kid, you know. What I, but they're still shaped the same, you know.
1: Right, right. It's yeah, that could be it because I know muscle weighs more than anything.
2: Well, <laughs> I was just fixing to say. Now I'm going to tell you this, not to to say, don't be dumb. And because most people, especially uh, Michelle, <laughs> I trying to explain this to. Her, See, you always trying to make me feel stupid. No, <laughs> um, I'm not trying to make you feel stupid. I'm just trying to make you realize that one pound of fat weighs the same as one pound of muscle muscle the difference is the density of the muscle is more so a smaller piece a smaller piece of muscle weighs a pound a bigger piece of fat weighs a pound if that makes sense sure
1: sure yeah. it's
2: not weighs more they weigh the same a pound is a pound it's <laughs> one that, one is just more dense than the other
1: now are you telling me a pound of feathers and a, <laughs> and a pound of concrete is the same
2: they're the fucking same you're a liar <laughs> I don't know how many buildings you'd have to fill up with feathers to get a pound.
1: But. <laughs> <laughs> Build your house with feathers, people. We agree, with, it, it works. Wolfie's, Wolfie's given you okay <laughs> on this. No, that's a truth. And you know, it's always funny when you hear people say that. Well, you know, muscle weighs more than fat. That boy's two hundred forty pounds of pure muscle. Now, if he's two hundred forty pounds of pure fat, I could pick him up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but. But anyway, that's a good point. Yeah, but see same- really funny when people
2: say, you know, they they see somebody really big or whatever. Yeah, but when he gets older, that's all going to turn into fat. <laughs> <laughs> muscle does not turn into fat. It, it does not happen. Right. And deteriorate sure. and go away, and then you get fatter. Sure. But muscle does not magically transform into fat. That yeah. is funny to me too.
1: Yeah. No, and, and that's that's funny that I've heard that a million times. That boy, he you know, he's doing that now, but he's just gonna end up fat when he's old. I mean, <laughs> that's that could be true. It's all about how you eat and train and stuff. Yeah. That's so funny, but I've heard that a million times throughout my life, you know. So, so. You, you know, what's funny is too when guys you know like how the warlord and Buff Bagwell and <laughs> trying to think of specific guys that had the they call them like roid bellies like yeah yeah yeah. they're jacked like to the gills
2: like the iron sheik and
1: yes uh, iron sheik
2: dd yeah. and uh guys that were power lifters, animal to a certain extent
1: animal man. yes yes
2: Have that fucking it's it's solid but it right does, i think i'm built like that a little bit not that i'm a fucking power lifter but right or how much I diet and how much everything, man, I've always had just a little bit of a, a, a roundness there, you
1: know? No, that's a good point. And I mean, I get that, but it's just funny. Cause it, it's like, a, I remember Buff Bagwell had it and it was, a, it was a six pack, maybe even an eight pack, but it was just sitting further out than his chest. Right. <laughs> it, it was right. just like, what is that? Cause I mean, yeah. dude is ripped. I mean, yeah. but you know i don't know i'm not judging anybody i wish i had a six pack i've got a six pack in the fridge but right. other than that, i can't speak so anyway yeah so that was my number one i know we got off on another topic but you know why don't we uh why don't we go into
2: uh <laughs> <laughs> are you wanting to go to current affairs is that what you're trying to say
1: yes say it wolfie say it
2: all right folks We'll be right back with Current Affairs. DJ, hit the music. (laughs) You stole my line.
0: It's a current affair. It's a current affair. Love it and color. It's a current
3: affair.
1: Love it and color. All right, we're back with Current Affairs, and you know. As always, there's always news in pro wrestling, whether it be important or major or not major at all. I guess it's all about what we make it. So the number one, I think right now is, of course, you know, the deal with AEW and CM Punk, and apparently he got in a fight with the whole locker room and Lottie Dog to work. It's a shoot, whatever. Well, they're either continuing this or it may be turning into a work shoot in that reports are saying now that CM Punk is. Pretty much gonna be done with AEW, and that an actual buyout is expected. Mm. So, what do you, I mean? What do you think about that, man? I
2: mean, I don't know. I, I it seems like that maybe something did happen. It, it's just again, Jimmy. It's so hard to say because they they could be working, and nobody's gonna know but them. I mean, if that's and that's wonderful if they are. If they're not, if it's if it really happened and everybody's crying like this, you, again though you don't know, you're not there to know who's the dickhead here, who's getting fucked, you know? Yeah, I don't, and or what fucking uh, you know? I've told you my dealings with Punk have, have, have it was before he really was anything or before he was anything, um, and then I I know about the fight with him and Teddy Hart, and I just. I mean, maybe he's hard to deal with. I don't know. That's kind of they—they they tell you that he wasn't with me, like I said. But all I'm doing is, you know, calling shit in the ring with him and you know before the matches and stuff. But
1: yeah, know. yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, so I think that he's got to be a pretty grouchy dude. You know, <laughs> he just seems really—I don't yeah. know. But but again, he's like 42 years old. It's funny. Yeah. I'm trying to find this. Kevin Nash recently said on his podcast, basically, you know, Kevin Nash was – in the ring with him, and something that CM Punk says, you know, like you're 55 years old and you're walking around on two sticks because your quads always blowing out. And I'm I'm very much paraphrasing this quote. Yeah. Long story short, he was calling him an old man, and Kevin Nash was actually showing up in the ring with him. And then now he, you know, CM Punk is saying I'm tired because let me see that. Here's what it is. So here's what Kevin Nash said On the latest episode of his Click This podcast Kevin Nash said that CM Punk is already tired And injury prone at age 42 Note that Punk is currently 43 Noting that he was wrestling at age 55 And was on the receiving end of Punk Making fun of his age during their 2011 feud He added that overall Punk had a good run in AEW But that he's a little bit of a prick (laughs) Referencing that getting into making work shoot comments can lead to trouble. You know, here's what he said at 42 years old. I mean, Phil's tired, Phil's tired. He's beat up. I was in the ring at 55 when he was cutting a promo on me. Click, click. I can hear your knees or whatever. Thought you were dead. La-di-da. Yeah, that MFR is cunning that promo on me, and he sits there at 42 years old. I guess in retrospect, if I actually thought about it, oh, no, he didn't lose his shit. That's toxic shock. <laughs> he didn't pull his tampon out. He's got toxic shock syndrome. I thought about that. I said, man, you got, I Googled him. 42 dude didn't wrestle for 10 years. It's like yeah. a 75 Eldorado with 102 miles on it. Yeah. Goes, yeah. Long story short. He's just like, you're complaining, you're saying you're tired. And then you made fun of me when I was in the ring, 13 years older than you. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I could see being very frustrated. If you don't like who you work with, if you're not happy, have you ever been in that situation where you just hate everybody in the locker room?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But that said, uh, I, I, was, I was never unhappy at uh,
1: like a, a show a that real, meant something.
2: Right? <laughs> a real promotion. Yeah. 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 Go to some of these other outlaw shows or whatever. And, <laughs> oh my God. Get me out of here.
1: It's like, did I already get my pay? Can I go on first? <laughs> no, Wolfie, we're looking at you for the. We got to get through two raffles. No. I'm just yeah. But. <laughs> Come back in a battle royale. Yeah. We're going to come back in a battle royale. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I see Nash's point being that it's very hypocritical of him to make fun and say he's tired after a 10 year break too, by the way. So he hadn't been in the ring for 10 years. He got his head pounded on in UFC, you know, but at the same time, I don't know this again. I, I think it possibly is a work, but also has ground in a shoot, you know, so yeah yeah we'll probably. yeah all right well that's it for punk there you know does the main does the
2: mainstream fan actually give a fuck i don't think so i don't either
1: they're talking <laughs> about they're talking about roman reigns and logan paul you know so <laughs> yeah you know speaking of that you know basically you know that's happening at crown jewel people are kind of falling to pieces saying other people deserve it la-di-da here's the thing man you know Logan Paul brings so many followers from his social media. Plus, Mm -hmm. he's actually pretty good, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, hating on that is – don't hate on that. That's just – that's idiotic to me, you know? Yeah. So, But – All of them, he was good, so. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. It does give it a a bit of a – it's weird. It's like got this teeter-totter thing of – Holy crap, this doesn't seem real to this could be kind of cool, you know, like kind of has a bit of a big fight feel. And, you know, we'll see. I I, I know it's going to be good. I mean, they're just, you know, I I feel like they're both professional
2: people pick at everything.
1: They really do. So, all right. Speaking of picking. Rick Flair has hinted at possible in-ring return saying he'd be fine if he had only hydrated. He claims the reason for his match not being good was that he was not hydrated. Now, He said he wanted to go in at a certain weight. I think 219 is what he said. He had an ideal weight that he wanted to go in. So he wasn't drinking. He wasn't doing anything to change that weight. Now, other people claim they saw him with several Michelob lights in his hands or Michelob ultras or whatever. I'm not judging the man. It's Ric Flair. If the dude wants to drink 30 beers, let him drink it. But at the same time... He said once he got out the ring, the the doctor came up to him and said, "Hey, drink this." And he drank two Gatorades. And he said he could have gone back out there. He felt fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hate to question the greatest wrestler of all time on things, but yeah. have you ever been super dehydrated and it caused yeah. you? you
2: know, has you- to me, but uh, you know, alcohol will help with that. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe- I'm sure he was training hard and everything, but I, and I didn't see it with my own two eyes. But I'm pretty sure that uh, he had had a few there, and I, had, from what I had heard, he had you know been drinking through the week, and you know he had a whole weekend there with you know the roast, all that shit, and yeah, an alcoholic. That's kind of hard atmosphere not to drink in. Um, totally, totally. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. I can't judge nobody. Have been there, done that. Sure. Uh, yeah.
1: So. And that's not what we're going at here. I'm definitely I've always said that we're judgment free
2: Let it let it be what it was. There's no reason to do anymore now. I mean, Yeah. It yeah. Really for
1: it. yeah, and and I mean he finished with I'll never retire is
2: what. Yeah. Exactly. So,
1: uh, I mean, then what happens though?
2: You had this big pay-per-view that did all this with the expectations and yada yada you keep coming back and that wears out. It's fucking welcome, man. And even Ric Flair could come back too many times to where people start going. Yeah. Not the time. Fucking yeah. kiss does it all the time. it's like, are you going to fucking quit or not? If you're not, just say you're not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Quit on it. Goodbye forever. And see you later tour. And you know, right. All
1: right. Here's the thing. I'm anxious because I know the rock and roll express are doing their official tour of, of their into and they're wrestling all these tag teams i'm anxious to see let's say 2024 and a couple good amounts of money get payday if to see they don't come back and do it you know but i mean again wrestling they've always said never say never right don't ever say never in wrestling but at the same time there's got to be a point where you got to call it. Now, again, I don't know that Ric Flair should have wrestled ever again past the Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania match, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Then apparently he had a pretty good match against Sting and TNA. That was another final match. Mm-hmm. And then now this one with Jeff mm-hmm. and Jay Lethal and and Andrade, his son-in-law. Mm-hmm. I mean, point am I to tell Ric Flair to not do it. But, dude, it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf, right? It starts yeah. to... The boy who cried Wolfie, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's something cool about the idea of having this beautiful finish. I mean, in Nashville, honestly, I'm, I, you know, I know you worked it, but I heard nothing but great things about the yeah. the whole Epic, you know, deal. So yeah, I would, I would be happy with that. Leave it there, you know? So. Yeah.
2: But the way I saw it too, uh, you and I talked about what we thought was going what we wanted to happen was it to be him and Lawler in a singles match. And w- once I watched that tag, I know why he couldn't do a singles match. And I don't think he could do a singles match with anybody. So
1: right.
0: he
2: put another tag again. And that's not really, your, you know, you yeah. are a world champion. It's not really the same.
1: I agree. And I didn't like that it was a tag match either. And, I you know. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? If it were, you know, the Rock and Roll Express, go out in a tag match, but whatever. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, pretty much that's it for current affairs today. Obviously, support our advertisers. We have some great ones. Benji Bowie, go buy a home from him. Mm -hmm. Go get some money from Jade Roper at the same time. Mm -hmm. medley welding will medley and the medley welding team go find them on facebook they're doing some top-notch stuff up there get him to fix your stuff or get him to make you something nice for your yard or outside so take us out brother
2: yeah again thank you everybody for listening i hope you enjoyed the top 10 uh series and like i said we want to hear what your top 10 is we'd like to communicate with you guys hit us on our social media and uh give me your list Absolutely. Tell me, yeah. me what mines the shits, and if you're going to tell me mines the shits, you better be able to back it up with some info.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or, or tell just, us a top ten you want to hear. Like yeah, top, that too. Yeah. Love to hear it. You know. We so. will
2: cater to you all. But once again, thank you for listening. It's Wolfie D, and for Jimmy across the street saying, see you next week.
1: And now a word from our sponsor.
2: decibel geek wherever you find your podcasts you'll find us there if you love rock and roll i can almost guarantee you're gonna
0: love my show So that was another great episode. Hey, Wolfie, tell them where they can find you on social media. Jimmy, they can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. I'm just kidding. Uh, they can find me on Facebook. Uh, my personal page is Warren Wolf, W L F E. I'm on Instagram at Warren Wolf13. You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Live Wolfie D. Here's the thing Wolfie always has offers for his autograph photos. He has a selection of some awesome photos from throughout his career that he will autograph and personalize any way that you want him to. Just contact him either directly at his personal Facebook page or through any one of our other pages, and we'll make sure you get in contact directly with Wolfie. Get those photos, right, Wolfie? Yeah, I've got some good stuff on there, you know, to help with the podcast. Folks, if you can't get out to a show to meet Wolfie D, there's nothing like that, especially for the fans of PG-13 and Wolfie D. And before we go, you can always find me, your host, Jimmy Street, at James Rock Street on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And hey, Jimmy, before we go, real quick, I just want to add in there, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate, first of all, the work you've done for this podcast. You have worked your butt off. Second. Secondly, the people that are liking the page. Beyond that, even more is the people that are listening. And we really appreciate that. Yeah, and remember, guys, the podcast drops a new episode every Monday at noon, and our past episodes are streaming now on demand on all major podcast formats. Thanks again. I got a
3: you don't. And here we go, the original white boy that came out sagging, not bragging, don't be hating Cause I'm spitting the truth, still lobbing in color. do rush your mother, utilize a hubcap. i like any other Back in the day, I was NOD and I was P to the G, plus the one and the three. In case you forgot, they call me Wolfie D. Been cloned and copied so many times. tired of suckers taking credit for what is mine. You know who you are without me name dropping. Rez's first white boy coming out hip hop. Been doing it like this since 92. Lay low for a while and you thought I was through. Listen real close to these rhymes that I've ejected. This shit's so sick it makes your ears get infected. Mad skills, no faking. There is no one great. Cause I'm bringing more folks and overcome four real. To play games, so hey, you better beware. Be you don't like me, so what? I really don't care. Every time I keep ticking, and I can't be stopped. You a step to the side unless you wanna get dropped. When I finish, I'll straight knock you out. Please allow me to tell you what it's all about. Gonna wind it up, then I'm driving it home. It's RVD, baby. Huh? I got a cap for your dome. I got a cap for your dome. You got a cap for your dome. Got a cap
1: for your zone This has been a James Rock Street production.